0: Live from the SomethingCool.com studios on the road this week. This is the K-12 Tech Talk Podcast. I am Josh. With me on the road is Chris. What up? And we have (laughs) several different interviews coming this, this episode and probably the next episode. Mark is not with us because he didn't travel from Boston to the great Lake of the Ozarks. But we brought Mark's fat head with us. Yes. Not saying he has a fat head, but the fat head you had made. We are at beautiful Lake of the Ozarks in mid Missouri at the MorNet 2022 conference, and it's been a good time. There's been a lot of good time. Seen a lot of people, a lot of good sessions, good food. Probably the best hot dog I've had in a long time for lunch today. That could have been a bratwurst. It was a hot dog. It was not a bratwurst. Uh, So yeah, what we're doing is we're gonna have a series of interviews with technicians and tech directors with their scary IT stories. Uh, so uh, we hope you enjoy this episode and the different voices and the different characters and there might be a uh, how should we say
1: this special guest special, appearance
0: yeah special guest appearance from maybe a former host so uh,
1: here's a clue <sighs>
0: <sighs> so <laughs> you <laughs> probably gave it away uh, so be be listening for the mouth breathing and the <laughs> chewing uh, we hope you enjoy thanks all right. So now we have uh, a new guest with us. He, Eric. He has uh, walked by and sat down. <laughs> welcome, well, welcome, Eric. We are enjoying the soundboard way too much. Uh, Eric is going to share a scary story. Scary story with us as well. It's too early for my mouth to work this morning. Eric, welcome and share a, share your uh, scary story.
2: First of all, you cut off the standing ovation too early. <laughs>
0: My bad. <laughs>
2: sorry. <laughs> sorry. We'll
0: let that go longer
2: next time. But I, I feel like every day I walk into my office is a scary story. But, oh, uh,
0: Eric. <laughs> no, it's not
2: that bad. Everybody feels sorry for Eric. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking back to a few years ago when uh, we received uh, a letter from Pearson saying that all of our Ameswood data had been oh. oh, nice. Oh, boy. And that was right after I think I had set through uh, some th- a session with Mornet talking about notifying every single person whose data was right. breached. So right. uh, we were, I remember sitting in a, a room with my superintendent, and we were trying to figure out, because it went back to, like, 2006, 2007. we changed oh, student information systems since then. So it was trying to figure out how we would even potentially try to get a hold of all of these people um so and and that that was a a data breach that was outside of our control right nothing to do with and then that turned into a whole media circus around us having our data breached um so that was my scary day and of course any day there's a power outage yeah Uh, yeah you said you had a recent power outage over summer Uh, uh back early august before everybody had come back All of a sudden, the power just flickered, came back on, flickered. And we went out and looked on the road, and there was a truck stuck in the power lines. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that makes sense. (laughs) And he's trying to make it through. Uh, Tires are spinning. He uh, he was carrying a tank and hit one of the power lines, (laughs) knew something was up, and then kept going and then uh, continued to take out the poles along the way. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so it was like a whole day repair, and we were down. And, of course, our phones were ringing off the hook, like, sure, uh, where's the website? Right. Why, why, is right. the, why is everything down? Uh, why can't the Internet still be up without power on the other campuses that still had power? Oh. So that was the, uh, another bad day, any day that it's a power
0: outage is right. a bad day. Right. So that Pearson thing, you know, it's interesting because one of the things that schools in Missouri have to do is they have to – at least attempt to try and track their graduates after graduation to see if they went on to four-year university um, and, or entered the workforce, stuff like that for reporting purposes. So it's interesting, You going back to, you know, that data breach went back to 2006. So you're trying to wrap your head around, okay, how in the world do we find the contact information for these people that graduated 10 years ago mm-hmm. and tell them that this has happened and put, them, put Pearson in contact with them to set up some sort of, of credit monitoring, I assume, or theft right. protection,
2: uh, yeah, that's
0: that's awful. That would that would be crazy. I wouldn't even know how you would start to do
2: something like yeah, that. Yeah, and I know we were not alone. That was a very oh, wide it's spread. national. Yeah. yeah,
0: huge. Yeah, and I think you know you, you say that that kind of started that circus for you. I I think it the Pearson issue wasn't the first issue, but I think that kind of started <laughs> that that data privacy circus. Oh, for sure. In the last, you know, five, six years. That that kind of I think helped the tide turn and, and made it more of a um a focus right. for different entities. I think for sure.
3: Uh
0: yeah, that would be we didn't use Pearson. Did you guys use Pearson, Chris?
1: We I mean previous school districts we used Power School. And we did some AmesWeb stuff. So yeah, you were probably in
0: there yeah. too. We did I
2: left. It was all Ames Someone Web 1.0 yep. was the breach. So gotcha. the schools that were using 2.0, I don't think were affected. Um, and then not long after that, there was a, a Gale data, break, a data oh, breach. Yep. And it just, I feel like over those couple of years, it yep. just kept coming. And, um, and now there is the increased focus on that student data privacy.
0: And that's one of the sessions here at Mornet. That's where we are. That's why you hear so much commotion in the background. We are at the Mornet conference at Tantera, Lake of the Ozarks. Uh, they've got sessions going on all day today and most of the day tomorrow. And one of the sessions uh, I saw on the agenda for today is a student data privacy uh, session. So uh, we may go check that out and see what that's going, what's going on there.
1: If you could give a recommendation to a school that has yet to experience a major power outage, <laughs> what would you say to them on how to handle that day? Um, I would say be ready to communicate to all of
2: your leadership immediately about the implications for what's going to go down and what they're going to lose access to and then also make sure that they have alternate ways of being able to access it so for example your student information system if that is self-hosted you better pretty much say this is going down or we have a plan to keep this up Um, if it's cloud hosted let them know we have cellular data options for being able to access this This is the best way especially during a, a production day or when you have school session that can Mm -hmm. be a really big deal right so just the biggest piece for us and being able to mitigate the frustration was communication Hmm.
0: cool all right well thanks for joining us what session are you planning on going to do you know
2: uh i I just got here oh uh, wow Eric! (laughs) (laughs) i literally walked in and they snatched me so let's give
1: him some outro all right i like it (laughs) that was eric (laughs) thanks eric (laughs) Oh, that bass kicked in. Yeah. Thanks, Eric. See you next time. See ya. All right. Rise Vision wrapping up their sponsorship. They've been hanging out with us for six episodes. Rise Vision supports popular digital signage and hardware. Uh, so you can go with Android or Chrome or Ubuntu or New Line, uh, Airtame Smart Stuff, uh, and then do digital signage with them. Uh I haven't unpacked pricing yet with them, so here's how we're going to kind of wrap this up. Um, the licensing that I see as pricing options for schools is around 113 bucks per display per year. Uh, it does get lower with volume, uh, so if you're wanting to check out Rise Vision and maybe just dabble with it, that would be good for a pilot. Maybe you do one TV or two to check it out. Um, or they go with unlimited licenses. You can do 999 bucks per school. Uh, per year. That's unlimited display licenses. Uh, So you kind of figure out what works for you. So we've enjoyed hanging out with Rise Vision. Uh, Check them out at risevision.com. All right. Well, now
0: we didn't didn't remove the chair quick enough and Pate sat down. So Pate is with us. Uh, how's it going, buddy?
3: It's good. It's good. It's good to see you, in this wonderful setup you have and your wonderful stuff. And, I know. And my Mark fathead. Your Mark fathead. You had finally, your picture taken <laughs> with Mark. <I> finally <laughs> got to meet Mark. Yeah. I felt honored. Yeah. So what are
0: you doing? What, you got a scary story for us? or?
3: Uh, I do have a scary story. We Hit were, us. We were sitting at work, and uh, my phone goes off, and it was a local municipality, and they're like, we... We need you over here. I'm like, okay, what's going on? Our printers have printed till they couldn't print anymore. And it says, you've been ransomware. Here's this stuff. And nice. it's in every every printer on the network Aww. is there. So I go over and I, and first thing I tell them to do is I said, unplug the internet. Let's, yep, case one. Yeah. Let's get everything down. So when then we start slowly coming backwards and figuring out, you know, where we're at. Da, da 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 I called in uh, MSI SAC. Did you? And they, I will tell you this: everybody I talked to there was helpful, courteous, professional. I had two guys. So not like us. Not like me for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, I had two of them. One guy sent me a message. He's like, "Can we call you in five minutes?" I was like, that's fine. I'm not you know, I'm good. And they're out on the east coast and it was already six o'clock Missouri time. Oh yeah. So it's seven o'clock their time. Right. And they both jump on a call with me to talk because they want to make sure everything's being handled right. They wow. want to make sure, you know, their mitigation, their everything else was unbelievable. They were very helpful and stuff. And it was uh it was determined and they encrypted everything and they're, you know, like, well, so do we go to this website? No. Do we? No. Do we pay them? No. Yeah. I was like, fortunately, they uh, they were air gapping their backups. Oh, good. So they lost one day's <clears throat> worth of stuff. And then the company they'd bought their system from came in. And uh, what ended up being the problem was this company was running uh, Symantec still. Version was deprovisioned in oh, sixteen. It didn't update right. And those guys get on the phone, and I'm in there with the officials, and they were like, "Um, well, that should have. And I said, I don't care what should have happened. This is your fault. Right. You know, and they don't want to take responsibility. I was like, well, they bought a whole solution from you, and your Symantec is outdated Mm -hmm. right? from, you know, out of service and stuff. And they did come down and charge them an arm and a leg. They erased everything, Yeah, every PC on that network, all this, all that. And the municipality now is going with another company to come in and, you know, beef up their security. Now, I will not say that I haven't used that incident as a reason when I go into work sometimes. I'm like, sure. "Eh, no, we're doing it this way now. Sure. I was like, well, you remember why I wasn't here for a day over here working and not doing our stuff? I was like, yeah, I don't really want to do that here. I said, because probably if that happens here, you're going to come in and find a letter on the desk that says, (laughs) I'm out. Here's my keys. Here's my badge. I regretfully resigned yeah. because I'm laying on this sword. Yeah. You know, but it was like a drive-by thing. Huh. Uh, I got to actually know the FBI agent uh, in Cape Girardeau. Cool. Uh, gave me his phone number, cell phone number, said anytime, call. Cool. Whatever else, you know, and stuff. And they've actually, MSI Isaac has checked up again to see, you know, what they've precautioned and done different. And the FBI guys called me, you know, to make sure everything was good and stuff. So, cool. I mean, but. It's really scary when you come in. I mean, when I say that it printed, it printed till it ran out of paper. Wow. One stack. They must have just stacked a ream of paper in that printer before they left. And it legit. Same message.
0: Wow. 500 times. So, <clears throat> was the municipality a member of MSISAC before this event? They were not. So, MSISAC didn't care. No, they I, still I, stepped
3: in and helped them. Because they were a municipality that qualified. They... Um, you know, jumped in and helped right away and had no quorums, no, nothing like, oh, well, that's not our, you know, right, whatever. Right, right. So, You're not a member. Yeah. Right. So, but I did also use their thing and uh, I did get Albert from MSI SAC running on my network. Okay. To monitor me. Cool. And then my uh, my EDR is MSI SAC's CrowdStrike. Cool. Uh, what I liked about it was, you if you want three licenses, they will sell you three licenses. Right, right. And they will monitor it in their SOC. Yeah. You know, if you want 300 licenses, we'll sell you 300 licenses. They don't care yeah. how many you want. They will scale it to the exact number you say because they're just, yeah. I mean, they're amazing to work with.
0: They're, uh, so for people that aren't familiar, MSIx uh, kind of funded by Homeland Security through Grant. And they are um, they have this 24-7 SOC that they use for this Albert monitoring service. Uh, Pate's mentioned the CrowdStrike monitoring service or the managed service through CrowdStrike. Uh, any K-12 is eligible to be a member of MSISAC and use these services. They also have a number of free services, like a black hole DNS called their MDBR service. Uh, they also have some free external scanning services as well. They'll send you reports of stuff that they find on uh, scanning from the external web. I do uh, that. Yeah, and, and, and it's free. So the argument not to do it is <clears throat> there really shouldn't be an argument not to do it. It's free. Um, so yeah, if you're not, if you're a K-12 and you are not an MSISAC member, highly, highly recommend that you join MSISAC just for that purpose alone.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's worth, the freeness is worth every right. penny you pay for. It. Right. I mean, it's above and beyond. And like I said, I've never met a, well, the one that I dealt with was that, um, Elijah. Elijah was that, you know, yeah. and you know, he was happy to, you know, finally get to meet me and yeah. delight and super nice know, guy. Oh, I mean, they all are, like I said. There's not a – they don't wake up on the wrong side of the bed like we do. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, they might. They just don't show it. Hey, buddy,
3: I got news for you. The stuff they deal with, there's no way they ever wake up on the wrong side of the bed because they they just can't. Yeah. They are on their game 24-7. Yeah. And, you know, with the Albert and my CrowdStrike in their sock, you know, I signed paperwork that says, if we can't reach you. we Are we allowed to mitigate yeah. your attack? Like, right. Yes. Hell yes. Just <laughs> slam the door shut. Right. Cut my internet off. Whatever right. you think you need to do. Right. And to set Albert up, we did have to set up port mirroring, and I yep. took a PDS helping me get that set up correctly. But they-
1: Provision Data Solutions, a proud sponsor of the K-12 <laughs> Tech Talk podcast.
3: They sent me the uh, ISO file, and I spun up, I'm small enough, I spun up a VM. Oh, yeah.
1: And yeah. boom. Yeah. That's cool.
3: You know, and they do have equipment they can sell you, but I mean, they said you're small enough, you don't need it, and. It just runs.
0: It's great. The uh, So Albert is a feed service, and it is the fee for Albert is based on your average Internet connection over you pick the window, right? Like if you say— so they, they
3: gave me 12 months.
0: Oh, they did. So they said, give you, give me the average of your Internet consumption over a 12-month period. And for schools, we all know summertime's yep. nothing, weekends are nothing, we, evenings are nothing. So your average
3: is going to be nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's uh, a little bit— a little bit under $11,000. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, the setup was maybe 900 for them to get it. And they, when I say setup, they, you know, they remote in with you. Right. They set it up. You know, they sent me the ISO. I sent them all my information. Right. They sent me the ISO. I spun up the VM all by myself. That's Guys, awesome, buddy. I'm going in putting my big boy pants on sometimes. Yep. And, uh, you know, they came in and configured and did stuff. And then, like I said, with Jeff at PDS, we got the port mirroring. And the data was seeing everything, and yeah. they just, you know.
0: That's cool. So, um, shoot, I was going to say something about Albert, and I... Oh, so for $11,000, that's your fee based on your average consumption. Right. Uh, so it may be different for listeners that have... Yeah, what's you your
1: uh, size school, that
3: kind of stuff? Uh, 1,300 students.
0: What's your internet
3: connection? Two, uh, two gig? Or one gig? One gig, pipe
0: down to yeah. 500. Yeah. So... Uh, the I, the way that I correlate this is you're paying 11 grand for a 24 seven monitored sock. You you couldn't hire a team of people to run your own internal 24 seven sock for less than probably 150 thousand dollars a year. So oh easily 150. You, you you've got individuals right. that do this all day. That's all they do. That work for the government for the feds that are running your sock. So that that's fantastic. And
3: they're trained right. It's not like I went and found, you know. Number two, who wants to come monitor a sock and live in New Madrid if you're that smart? Right. I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, especially with that fault.
0: Yeah. Exactly. I thought it was Madrid.
3: It depends on how. It depends on who I'm talking to. Ah, gotcha. Okay. Do you guys remember when we, when we were kids and we didn't have school that yes, day?
0: Yes. Ivan Browning, December 10th. It's going to be an earthquake. 1991. Right.
1: 1991. Is the New Madrid
0: fault near New Madrid? Yeah, it runs right through it, doesn't it? So. The
3: truth be told, Uh-oh. the exact location of the fault is really not known. Hmm. It was called the New Madrid fault because at that time, New Madrid was the only town hmm. there. Now, Interesting. It, it did cause the river to run backwards. Yep. For three days, stuff, right? Three days and stuff. Yep. But,
0: and the yeah. river you're talking about is the Mississippi, Mississippi river.
3: river. Like not, you know, some rinky-dink. Right. Merrimack. It's a pretty right. big river. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty sizable.
0: Yeah. This one of the top ten in the world.
1: You know, so,
3: but no, it's, more, you know, but yeah. You can afford to pay him because, I mean. Right. So
1: New Madrid's claim to fame is a lie.
3: No, no it's well, not a lie. A, the earthquake happened. And there's a fault. But we don't know where it is. We don't know the exact location of the fault. No, it it's could not be. like San Andreas.
0: K12 Tech Talk, where you come for tech and a little
1: yeah, bit of history Madrid. lesson. Jackpot.
0: Yep. All right, Pate, thanks for joining us and sharing your scary story.
1: Thank you, guys. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. And new to the podcast is Extreme... Networks, we're excited about this, aren't we, Josh? Yeah, yeah. I gotta
0: unmute myself first, but yes, I we are excited about this. And you've had extreme switching in school for a while. I have had extreme switching for probably going on eight years. Yeah.
1: And I have some extreme stuff on order.
0: Yeah. I've got the purple gear in my in my racks. Yeah.
1: So they're going to be a permanent sponsor of the K twelve Tech Talk podcast for several months. Uh, so we'll start talking up extreme and hanging out with them we're excited about that yep did they give us an
0: email address that people can contact no them? but the
1: guy's name is Dominic Dominic pretty cool name so we'll just leave it at that as a mysterious name Dominic
0: yeah it, you know one thing that you'll notice I think on uh, Sunday football NFL you'll start noticing some ads I think for extreme I've seen a few extreme seems seems to be making their way into the majority of NFL stadiums. They're
1: picking good investments. Yeah, they are,
0: right. So, the NFL
1: and now the K-12 Tech Talk podcast. Right. I mean, it
0: puts <laughs> us on par with the NFL. Why not? I, I, I love so. it.
1: Yeah. Anyway, check out Extreme for your switching
0: with wireless?
1: Wireless. They do wireless. They
0: do core switching. They do data center switching. They do edge switching. They do it all, man. Yeah. Awesome. All right. We'll have Dominic's contact information sooner than later. But, yes, ex- check out extremenetworks.com. All right. And now we have another Eric with us. Uh, Eric has a s- scary story with us to continue with our tra- trend here at MorNet. Eric, welcome and uh,
4: share your story with us. We're ready. Oh, yeah. Lucky enough, this happened during the summer in July when there is only me and admin and some custodians in. But I was just working away in my office. Then all of a said, oh, the internet went out. That seems kind of odd. And then, Started getting a couple calls. That's never. Like, that's never a good thing. So yeah. I can still kind of reach some of my stuff. So I was like, okay, I'll go go over and check it out. And while I'm getting calls from admin office, hey, the internet's down. Have you noticed? Yeah, I've noticed. I'm gonna go check it out. <laughs> so I walk down. I'll open my uh, server room door into our high school. That's kind of our demark where internet and yeah. everything yeah. comes in. And that's kind of where everything's at. So I figure oh, I'll check there first. Open the door, and there is this orange goo sprayed everywhere <laughs> apparently i guess we've had we were having some hvac work done and the guy was working on uh some of our ground source lines and i guess he cut into one of our piping for one of the ground source and found out, i guess it was pressurized so as soon as he started cutting into it just sprayed this horrible smelling brown oranges water <laughs> wow. everywhere all over the server room like servers, my, I got my servers in there, my switches, my firewall, print phone system, pretty much everything's in that room.
0: Oh, my gosh. And I,
4: I guess in their infinite knowledge, when they designed this building, they put a big HVAC unit right above the drop ceiling in the server room. So when they were working on it and cut it in and sprayed everywhere. And luckily, it just took out one of our... Uh, our internet provider's uh, boxes Not, didn't take out any of my stuff. Just that is wild. They, wow, you got really they, lucky. Yeah, lucky. Yeah, I lucked out major on that one. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I, but, yeah, I, just this true terror on my face when I looked in and I saw just everything was just this sprayed with this mystery orange wow. liquid. <laughs> so so. How, long, how long were you down? How long did it
0: take the, the provider?
4: They They sent out a guy out, and I think he was – even later that afternoon, he oh. he had a switch. He brought it in. Luckily, it was just a fiber switch. He switched it out, and we were back good to go. Like I said, we were only down for maybe a day or so. Wow, that's and, crazy. But yeah, it could have been much worse. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fry fry your PBX or a couple yeah, servers. Or? Yeah, fry, PBX, fry servers, firewall. Any that I mean, we're small. I mean, if the firewall goes out, I don't have a spare one. Right. In, yeah, so exactly. It's, yeah, it's, it's once it's
1: gone, it's gone. So. What's wow. the lesson here? Don't put tech stuff in your pipes.
4: Yeah. It, yeah, <laughs> but don't, but, and it, I for a while there, I was paranoid, so I had like these garbage bags kind of covered <laughs> over my switch racks, so while well, I'm looking into something more, a little better, but just kind of, I told the custodians, let me know when they're ever doing HVAC right. work. No kidding. R-. And, but yeah. That's awesome. Wow. I mean, terribly That's awesome. awesome. It, it's terrible, horrible, <laughs> terrifying experience, no but kidding. Uh, I, I lucked out majorly. Yeah, I love no it. doubt. All right, Eric, thanks for coming on. Yep, thank you.
1: This is Provision Data Solutions, a proud sponsor of the K 12 Tech Talk podcast. Ryan in the house.
5: Hello, hello. Happy to be here. How was that for an introduction? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's one of the best that. podcast introductions I've had. How many <laughs> podcast
1: introductions have you had? Uh, one,
5: that one. Yeah. So. Uh.
1: No. So Ryan, what's up? Are you enjoying the MorNet conference?
5: Yes, this community of people is a great community of people, and whenever we're together, it's a great opportunity to see friends, share ideas. Um, we're always stronger when we're together. So any 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 event that brings us all together is a good event, I think. I I agree.
0: And you brought something really awesome to the to the vendor showcase. Your uh, mm-hmm. Top Gun game, in yeah, there. that's yeah, fantastic. A little VR. flight simu- little yeah. flight
1: simulator, sure. Is that something that you can purchase from PDS, or is that no, just a PDS exclusive? No, we have had what?
5: a lot of people that, uh, not a lot, but a few people that don't really know us have stopped at our booth and asked, oh, are you guys a virtual reality uh, <laughs> vendor? And I said, no, no, we do network infrastructure, um, but we also are really good at passing the time at trade shows. Yep. So, <laughs> yeah, we've gotten a few odd looks uh, as to how it correlates. How does, flights, how does a Top Gun flight simulator translate to... Uh, Data networking, sure. But hand-eye coordination, right, right, right. right. So,
1: for those that don't know, do you want to share what does Provision Data Solutions do? So we're in the and once and for all. Yeah. Do you say data? Duda or
5: data? I've always said data. Uh, I think you're, think you're saying it wrong. Really, really. So it's provision. We got that right. Data. I always say Provision Data Solutions. Okay. Which is really kind of a mouthful um, it was one of those things we named the company we, re, we rebranded and renamed it and you think provision that's great what a great IT word to plan ahead to think ahead and you get done and you think no one will ever think of that and then you you know you get in your car and you drive home and you drive past a hundred businesses that had the name provision in them <laughs> so it was but in the moment we thought it was great we thought this is I think it's great right yeah. so uh, but it's, it's
0: okay uh, Ryan, tell us what what uh, PDS Provision Data Solutions
5: can do for K-12. So we're in the business of helping. We typically do what you don't have the the capacity to do or the time to do is really our, our focus. Uh, so we focus on network infrastructure, wired and wireless, firewalls, uh, server and storage. But we're in the business to help and be helpful. If we can't help, we'd like to get out of the way and leave you, and leave you be. Awesome. Yeah. Do you have a scary tech story? So uh, a long, long time ago. uh, So we've always been very heavily focused in K-12. And that's now our primary focus. But for a while, we had other small business customers. So uh, are we allowed to name products that? that, I think so. So SonicWall had a product called uh, CDP. It was Continuous Data Protection. And it was kind of neat and and revolutionary. And and it it was a snapshotting tool. Um, and it backed up to this little box of the appliance, and you could recover you could recover from it real quickly, and okay. it was kind of okay so pretty cool pretty cool idea, right? Hey, put this on your server it'll take snapshots of it scheduled, and it, you don't have to worry about it. it automatically does it it backs them up you're good to go so we had um, we had a client who had a, a Windows server and it crashed, and we thought, hey, no big deal we it can no big deal we've got a backup of it we we're, we're going to be safe right. right? So the problem was that the image that we took had the agent that was backing up on it. So um, I don't, I'm probably not saying all the technical details right, but when we reloaded it, we reloaded the old agent. And so the newest backup was actually one of the older backups. And yep. so, we, okay. so all of a sudden our backups were off sequence. So we were overriding files and it was a, we had to like manually go into this box, manually transfer tens of thousands of files like
0: <laughs> nice so de- defeated the purpose of having the backup yeah do it yeah
5: yeah it was I, I guess in a good way everything was backed up it was just a hot mess of where it all was mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. but that wasn't all night we had to like spend the night we, i think we spent like two days straight at the small business uh moving files manually <coughs> so that's awful but thankfully in the in the k-12 space we don't have you know um if a school goes offline that's a big deal and that's annoying but you're not a bank or a manufacturer, right? right. Uh, so we don't get too many of those nine one one calls in the middle of the night as to, oh, oh gosh, mm-hmm. you know everything's offline. Yeah, and, it's different, like healthcare world, or right. Yeah. right. No one's going to die because the you know right. student information system went offline. It'll be annoying. Right. You know, people are can't gonna, take attendance or something. Right. But yeah, you're not. Right. You're not
0: doing open heart surgery. Right. No
5: one's. Yeah. No one's heart's going to stop. You know. Yeah. Uh, no one's. You know, bank account is going to lose money. So. All right. If you could give. One to two
1: pieces of advice to any school out there—they don't have a great consulting company. They work with one-man shop, or maybe multiple-man shop. Yeah. Any advice that you would give? Uh, what they should be person, checking out? coming up shop. over the horizon.
5: Well, I, you know, I think it's no secret cybersecurity is—you know—where everyone's focus is going to be. So, if you have to, you know, if you only have a limited number of funds and you got to, th- you know, okay, what am I going to do to stretch them as far as I can? I think you know, endpoint detection and response uh, solutions are going to be, um, I think, going to increase in demand. I think maybe you're not doing a lot of that today, but I think in an, I can't believe how far that's grown in the last 18 months. So I can only imagine in another 18 months from now how important that's going to be. So anything around cybersecurity probably would be uh, where I would spend my time f- and, and focus on. Cool. So I was expecting you to say call PDS. I, yeah, we, I mean, listen, we love to help. We love to meet people. Um, that would be the
0: suggestion for the school, you know, if you so don't have a, if you don't have a robust team or a consulting firm you're working with, the top recommendation should be to call PDS.
5: Call us. We'd love to help. We'd love to get to know you. Um, you know, all we do is K twelve. We have. I always tell people, uh, whatever you're working on, we've probably helped somebody work on it as well. So, uh, and we probably know another school district that's going through the same thing. So, call us. We can help. We can at least. Put you in contact with someone. If we can't yeah. help you, we can put you in contact with someone that's just did the same thing. So yeah. what's your email address, Ryan? Ryan R, so R-Y-A-N-R at Provision, D like Dog, S like Sam.com. Awesome. So, Thanks for sitting down with us. Thank you guys. Oh, and this this live audience is <laughs> too much.
0: It's too much. <laughs> Thanks, Ryan. We Thank appreciate you. it. And we knew if we sat here long enough that uh Someone would come out of retirement. It's unbelievable. And join us, grace us with their presence. Go ahead. Are we sure? Are we sure are we about? Are we sure about this? I don't know. Go ahead and talk, and let's see if people can guess.
6: Hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we have, we have. Go ahead and say something for real.
6: I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna take that effect off and go ahead.
4: Hey,
6: Corey is back. It's me.
1: <laughs> Welcome <laughs> for a limited time. Yeah, maybe like permanently. 45 seconds.
6: What's the guy's name? The other <laughs> one. Mark. 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 I mean, maybe, maybe he's done.
0: I, I don't know. I think he enjoys Chris and I's presence. We like Mark.
6: Yeah, we like Mark. Okay. Okay. I can give him a chance. All right. have you listened since you quit uh, yeah not religiously but yes I've listened okay
4: <laughs>
6: I don't I don't buy that <laughs> do you think this will be the most downloaded episode no. ever no because of the content before and after you it, it depends you need to market it <laughs> Corey's back Corey's back question mark Corey's back, question mark, might be a good title. Or Mark's out, question mark. Mm. Where is Mark? He's not a team player. He's, He's working. He's working. Boston.
1: Yeah, Boston Mark. Let's unpack what we need to unpack. Uh-oh. Over the summer, you went to a conference. Isti.
6: Yes. Mark <laughs> Corey's was like, there. where are you
1: going with this? Mark was there. Yes. He reached out to you.
6: Well, not directly.
1: Directly on Twitter, Oh, damn it!
6: Right? Well, he
1: tweeted at you. Yes. That's a that's 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 directly.
6: Yes. And your response was <laughs> what was my response? No response. Well, so I'm
1: trying
0: to.
6: Isti is so big. Why is that doing that? Oh my god! All right, keep going. Isti is mean, so big. How big it like is it? It's like finding a needle in a haystack.
1: I think he even sent a picture of and you guys were like, where he was at and yeah. where you were. But you still, that auditorium at, is
6: huge. You were within ten feet of each other. And I'm not. I'm not trying to hide anything. I would. I wouldn't have said a word to him. I wouldn't have shaken his hand. I wouldn't. You know, I probably would have just ghosted him. You did. Oh. Why? I mean, <laughs> <Sorry>, we <we're changing laughs> It's breaking <laughs> down right now. It feels good to be back though. In the seat. It feels good.
0: Yeah. Well, you're not eating anything, so it's kind of. It's I don't not, know where that came typical. from. Oh, seriously, a, a previous
6: I heard about a previous listener. Oh yeah, saying that I. We had that guy come up to the table today.
0: Yeah, and was like, I guess I was in the bathroom or something, and I come back out, and he's like,
6: going
1: hard at Corey
0: because like, I eat. You I ate horrible. on the
6: podcast. I don't even remember that.
1: Yeah, you were horrible. Yeah, listener Gary came by earlier, <laughs> and introduced himself to me shook his hand, he was uh, sporting an F-12 t-shirt, um, and then he started talking about... Actually, he just walked around the corner. I just saw him. He started talking about how he would listen to the podcast <clears throat> with his wife, and she was like, I can't stand that. <laughs> that was How a many times do you guys Corey. Said that happened? Oh, almost every episode. When Corey would heavy breathe and eat.
6: I feel like I'm doing that right now. <laughs> he said, she couldn't stand that. Like, why, are you, why am I so close?
0: It's better. No, no, you're better. Okay. Yes. Um. Yeah. No. It's uh. There were more than one occasion that you ate Smarties and like runts and chewed directly into the microphone. I know,
6: Smarties isn't right. Runts and runts are sold out. You runts. can't find runts anymore. Period. On Amazon, they're like knockoff runts. Really? Yeah. There's no runts anymore. I didn't know that. It's sad. That's weird. It's sad. What do you think about the news of Bang going out of business? I mean, Bang was a low point in my life. I, I am a religious energy drink coffee drinker, mm-hmm. but Bang is—you—you you hit a new level when you start sipping on Bangs. You know what I'm saying? You do. I do, you, know do what you do. Say. You do know I, what I'm I, saying. I
1: hear. I hear you preaching.
6: So, Corey, do you have any
0: scary stories?
6: One time, Josh and I were sharing a hotel room, no, and I walked in early. That has oh. Never <laughs> happened. <laughs> that has
0: never happened
6: we don't uh
0: so so what do you have you gone to any sessions here what's been what's been your favorite content so far this week because you've been down all week right you
6: no. i mean i left work monday i got here yesterday so i was basically a day early okay it's a fine establishment here they got a fireplace going i worked by the fireplace uh, it's been a good conference so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. sessions with, have been great.
0: Hang out with PDS. Got to see
6: PDS. It's provision. Oh, sorry, I know Ryan doesn't like. Like he's not that guy. I think you guys interviewed him earlier. and You mm-hmm. said PDS roughly eighty times. It's provision, and okay. he, he spends a lot of money on this podcast.
1: Does he? <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have you have you talked about your stickers yet? Have we talked about that? These
0: I don't think we've talked quarter
6: size stickers.
0: Yeah.
1: Listen, clearly, size and measuring ability is not like one of my skill sets. We have stickers at this conference the size of my thumb, like your thumbnail. Like they're
0: yeah, th- they're like,
6: like a, a nickel.
1: Uh, yeah, between a nickel and a quarter. Yeah. yeah. So then I was like, okay, I'll get some more stickers. I'll I'll go bigger. And then the, the, these other stickers are way too big. Yeah, I don't know, guys. And they're square. They're not round. Uh.
0: You sent if you're going to that Michigan Maids conference, we're sending these stickers with Dan to hand out. And Dan,
1: who once was a big fan of Corey, yeah, we sent Dan a bunch of stickers to pass out. Is he not a fan of me anymore? Oh, he loves Mark.
6: He does.
1: Yeah, He, he he said something like Miss.
0: Can pull that while we're talking. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think you lost a fan there.
6: So, Corey, did what you, you have any, like, once it became, because I, I was very dodgy toward the end, and it wasn't fair to you guys, but once it was official, did you have people reach out and be like, we're going to miss Corey?
0: People, we got emails from people, um, but it was more along the lines of, I'm glad I don't have to listen to runt chewing anymore. <sighs> um, So, no, it, feedback's been okay. I'm. I'm. We're still upset that you didn't meet Mark at, at ISTE.
6: I mean, what do I would have said? Shook his hand. And but right. say what? I don't know. You're not as good as me. Oh, don't
0: try.
1: <laughs> chew we, with Chew with your mouth closed. <laughs> we did have Dan, not your Dan. There's another Dan. Oh, okay. The Dan that sent us the Photoshop picture of Mark on a buffalo. He's the one that said. Not to be a jerk, but Corey was a wet blanket, and I'm elated he's no longer on the show.
6: Wow, what's a wet blanket mean? You don't know I what don't a know. wet blanket means? I know what a wet blanket would be.
0: Yeah, that's what it means.
6: Mm. That but, seems but, pretty strong. But you're Dan. Was it's, that in an email? Yeah, Chris just yeah, said. That was a Man. quote. Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: sorry for bringing
6: that up. Man. That, that does not make me feel good. So, Corey,
0: you recently you recently moved from a small district to a larger district. How's, how's that transition
6: been? It, it's been very well. Uh, Ten months now since I transitioned, which is crazy. Um, luckily, I knew most of, the, most of the guys in the department I already had a relationship with. So I think that's one of the, like, moving jobs, and especially if you're in the boss role, that's one of the more awkward is learning your people, you know. Right because you you want to especially if it's a successful department you don't want to come in making a bunch of changes you right. you want to be the person that just promotes more success luckily i didn't have a lot of that awkwardness i was able to really hit the ground running because i knew them all yeah and a couple of them i've ma- i maintained a relationship with over the years anyway right. so right. no it's been it's been good i would i mean there was some things i would say dealing with that many chromebooks one to one is probably the thing i underestimated the most just like inventory and just dealing with that many Chromebooks, period. I, You know, most of all of ours have warranty on them, but just mailing them in, right, you know, right. tr- keeping track of them. Uh, and then we had, a, you know, a vendor we buy from, like, their warranty.
0: Well, you and I both got bit by the yeah. state mobile
6: issue. So that was a nightmare. Yeah. So I think that was probably the thing I, about big big district, which we're not – I wouldn't say we're a big district, but more. Like, that was the thing I probably wasn't – prepared for the most was just like, oh, dealing with this many Chromebooks. Right. So, no, but it's been good. Good. I've missed you both very much. Yeah, I can tell. Hmm.
1: We'll hang out later. You're Dan. Guys, he said this back in January. Come on. Guys, I really like Mark. So, I don't know that
6: you have a Dan anymore. Oh, that's all he said? (laughs) Yeah, he didn't. Why are you even saying that, (laughs) Dan? I'm really glad I came on.
0: Well, Corey, we don't want to keep you from any sessions or uh, (laughs)
1: anything like that. Why don't don't you... uh, Is that Provision Data Solutions over there? It
6: is. Provision Data Solutions. A proud sponsor
1: of the K-12 Tech Talk podcast. Are
6: they the most handsome group of people?
1: I think it's a requirement to be hired.
6: Handsomeness? Yeah. It's definitely required to have eight kids.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Corey, we appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on. Uh, we don't want we don't, we to <laughs> keep you from a we session. We
6: usually pot it for like 45 minutes. Yeah, but we've
0: got other content, man. We've what got you content got? in the barrel.
6: Right, here's your outro music. Like you're cutting me off now? <laughs> so I should say <laughs> bye to the people? think so. <laughs> K-12 Tech Talk Pod. This is Corey. I've missed you. Signing off.
0: Now we have uh, Brett, who has just came out of presenting in a session, uh, but he is going to talk about his scary story. What
1: what session did you present on?
7: It was Veeam backups.
1: Okay. Okay. But he didn't want to talk about that, so we're not going to talk about boring. that. It's, it's boring. I mean... Do, do you I recommend Veeam make... backups? Yes, I do. Okay. Yeah. You need good backups.
0: Brett, get closer to the microphone, Brett. Either Either take it out or, yeah, get it up to, like, eat it. Just pop it out. <laughs> i got to make it. Uh, <laughs> he did that, too, no? All right, there you go. Okay, how about that? That's beautiful. that better?
7: Beautiful, Brad. Excellent. Nice. Podcasting. All right, go for it. Tell us your scary story. Uh, so at the job I was at previous to being in K-12, we were in charge of networking for Linux servers around the country. Oh, wow. In a certain okay. industry. Okay. Pharmaceutical. And, <laughs> should uh, we, should, do we need to beep that, beep no, that out? No, you're or? good. Okay, okay. It's been long enough. If they hear this, they'll never understand why. Uh, but somehow I opened up port 5900 on the router to the world.
0: Dun dun dun. And
7: VNC was enabled on the server, and they called in. I don't know how long it took. Honestly, I don't remember. But they were saying the internet was really slow. Like minutes, hours? Nah, it was the days. Days. Okay. I, I really don't know. Uh, I didn't log it. <laughs> I didn't I gotcha. log what I did. I understand. I think there was something in there, but I didn't log that I actually did. Um, they were saying the internet was really slow, and they didn't know why, and they had somebody local come in, and they started unplugging things from the network, and they unplugged the Linux server, and everything's fine.
4: It's <laughs> <laughs> nice.
7: They were like, no, that's not true. They, they proved it to us. Like, They unplugged the Linux server, and we could actually get into their router, and we're like, oh, Oh, no. When we looked at the logs, we were like, hey, turned it off. So it stopped going out. We blocked that subnet or for that IP range from it going out. And we plugged the Linux <laughs> server back in. <clears throat> we got down there, replaced it. We brought the server back. We found out what they did. They just installed malware on it.
0: Oh, man. It didn't
7: go out anywhere else, um, but it was talking, and it was basically being a bot out there. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we never opened up that port again.
0: (laughs) And 5,900 and 5,800 are pretty, that's VNC's standard port. So yeah, that's, that's not a good idea. Don't,
1: don't do that to the public. Yeah. So what is your advice to those that are over a firewall and they need to do some port work? What would you say?
7: Um, go out to, what's those websites that you can see what's open on your public IP range.
0: Oh yeah. Um, uh, well, since IO scanner is is yeah. one. Um, shoot, what's the other, the big one? Um, I know exactly what you're doing. When you say it, it's like, oh, yeah, I
7: know which. you uh. In my bookmarks here, real quick, if I keep talking really low, turn my low voice on. Okay. We'll change your voice. Oh, nope, wrong button. <laughs> Sorry. Hang it's on. That's old music.
0: That's old music. Uh, that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so ready to listen to this podcast. Can't find it. Hmm. I know what you're talking about though. There's a there's a number of websites. Oh, Shodan. Shodan. Yes. Shodan. Thank you, Deep I Voice. <laughs>
7: Deep Voice Brett. Yeah, so I go out to Shodan, look at our range all the time now to see what's there.
0: And that's cause the bad guys are doing that, so oh, yeah. why shouldn't you do that? You know? Yeah.
7: And we also utilize ms to scan it. There
0: you go. That's so, the, the second safe. session today, the second mm-hmm. one of these little quick-hit yeah. interviews that uh, Shodan has come up with in discussion. Or, I'm sorry, MSI SAC. I'm distracted by Corey laughing behind me. Uh SAC is a valuable tool uh, and free to uh, K-12. They have a lot of services for free to K-12. So uh, if you're not an MSISAC member, definitely check
7: that out. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to go get to another session. I'm going to end this thing. Hi, Mom! <laughs>